Right, that was Motorhead 
with Cradle to the Grave. I believe that's around 86, 87, that track. It's on the album Rock and Roll, which is also another really good underrated Motorhead album. Go pick that one up. And like I said, it was also on the Klein of Western Civilization 2 soundtrack, which has an interesting cavalcade of bands in there. A lot of the first times I heard... First time I heard Motorhead. Oh. First time I heard uh, Queensryche. First uh-huh. time I heard... Queen of the Rock! Yeah, Queen of the... It was actually The Prophecy by Queensryche. I still remember that. Even I better. bought it actually because of the Guns N' Roses Alice Cooper duet on Under My mm-hmm. Wheels. That's what got me to buy it. And that's the first time I heard Rigor Mortis. There's one for you. Excellent. Great local... Great local thrash band. And local, we're talking about the Dallas-Fort Worth Dallas, area. Dallas-Fort Worth area. Now... now uh, most of them are kind of in uh, War, uh, uh, War Beast, yeah. which is a, 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 a great local tribute to Thrash. So, yeah. I, But, but yeah. I War digress. Be- I, well, actually, I won't digress for the second because uh, I will say if you're a fan of like the pure metal we've been talking about, if you haven't heard that War Beast record, I know you've heard it it's so a, much already. But I've, I've, I've seen it live so many different times. Yeah. You know what? I, He's almost over it, folks. I know but, I have uh, the album. You know, yeah. I know I have the album, but yeah. do I need the album? Not really, because <laughs> <laughs> you have it no, memorized it's, it, at this point. It's a fantastic. It, it, it is a great, great thrash record. Yeah, exactly. Uh, if you're looking for uh, anything that is uh, giving resurgence to that great old thrash style, yeah. uh, look look for War Beast, uh, Crusher Enemy. Yeah, okay. It's crushed with a K. Yeah, go pick that up. I have some international fans, so Great you might have, you might have just turned them on to that. So, so you have another alternate pick here. So yes, uh, I do. Go ahead. Uh, my alternate to your my point to your counterpoint. Yes, is the a, a a band that I had kind of initially, you know, swept swept away, uh, but it's a merciful fate. Okay, and Unlike a lot of the other uh, stuff uh, that I had normally listened to, that was growlers. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I when you're looking for death metal and black metal, you're not necessarily going to find the harmony. Yeah. Uh, merciful as, fate as, led, as led by the. Uh... But merciful fate certainly went by more of a more of a classical sense of what you know can influence metal um, kind of local uh, ties too because I, I not that they were from here but I know King Diamond the King lead Diamond, singer lives out here uh, did live out here lives in in Dallas yeah. I believe he married a a, a young lady okay. um, out out there and but they were from he, like Copenhagen weren't yeah, they yeah yeah they're 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 from Denmark okay uh, they were part of that it, it, it's not necessarily the um, new wave of British heavy metal stuff, but um, kind of born in that same uh, era of Venom. Okay. Um, and Metallica they, are big Merciful Fate fans huge, too. Huge, huge Merciful Fate fans. So why should why should uh, let's say one of my listeners out there go pick up Merciful Fate, and what should they start with? Well. Uh, Wow, what should they start with? I would probably say "Don't Break the Oath." Yeah, that's the record I've always uh, heard of. Is, yeah. is, is I mean, that's that's one of my favorites from them. Um, some some people may say Melissa, but it, which was the first album. But uh, "Don't Break the Oath" certainly, I, I I think is is 
a excellent introduction. You know, certainly not a sophomore slump, since it was the second album that they put out. Um, but you know, if you're looking for something that is very uh, intricately involved uh, as far as songwriting, uh, you that know, is... King Diamond, King Diamond is is certainly the showman and yeah. can can put together such you know such an album that is it's theater of the mind for yeah, sure it really, i mean it, it's it, it is theater i'm glad you uh, yeah i'm glad you said that yeah. i was kind of struggling there and to figure out exactly how to put it but. i know people are comparing ghost now to merciful fate but you know seriously i don't hear that at all in the music i hear i see it more than i hear it right right that it, it's certainly a vi- that the visual aspect yeah exactly people people you know, do listen with their eyes sometimes exactly um but but musically well, but basically, the reason you're putting Merciful Fate on your list is there's something that had never been done before, right? In that it, sense, exactly. Is that, is that why? Yes, absolutely. Uh, it was it was very much, you know, kind of kind of leading into such an uncharted territory of where where metal could go, you know. Um, Certain parts of, uh, you know, uh, Alice Alice Cooper with his, you know, face paint and everything. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, King Diamond took it up a notch. Yeah. And you can't look at King Diamond and in the guys in Immortal, which is a, 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 a tremendously, uh, for people that know metal, for a, a tremendously popular black metal band, and not go, hey, wait a second. Yeah, they're They look like fans. King Diamond. Yeah, they're definitely fans. They're extreme fans. Yeah, uh, pretty much any of those bands nowadays. Yeah. You go, what do you call it? The grease paint uh, yeah. genre. Uh, corpse corpse paint is corpse what they call paint. it. Yeah. Um, if you incorporate that, you know, whether you're Gorgoroth, Demu Bogier, uh and of course yeah. those those bands are all labeled as black metal bands. Yeah. And but Marshall's um, a weird aspect because he's the only one that does that, and the rest of the band just look normal. Yeah. The 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 rest of the band is just. Guys on stage. Yeah, um, they look like Slayer for like yeah, a better term, th- yeah, you know. Yeah, but um, <laughs> they're banging Mer- their heads, and King's holding his hand up in the air like Dio with, with his skulls and crosses and everything. With, with his inverted bone cross, Freddie Mercury mic stand yeah, is exactly. basically what it is. Yeah, the half mic. Yeah, yeah. the the, uh, the you know stand. think think of Freddie Mercury with his half mic stand, but it's an, an inverted cross that's made of bone. Yeah. And he's there with his top hat and his and his uh, you know, shrieking face, the, the 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 corpse paint, yeah, which was, I mean, completely, yeah. completely. I, I mean, God, if if your parents saw that, oh yeah, holy shit, well, that's a lot of the oh rebellion. my God, it's the devil. Yeah. And you know what? What great songs though. I mean, he he brought he he did bring the theater uh, to metal okay. very. Very, very classical within a sense. Okay. Um, As in, like, basically, thrash, uh, early thrash, and New Wave of British heavy metal was a lot like the punk movement, as in they were rebelling against the corporate system. Even yes. bands like Kiss and Alice Cooper, even if they were fans, they right. were like, we need something new. Yeah. And then Merciful basically made it okay to dive into that if yeah. you wanted to again. Yeah. But exactly. now we have a new twist on it. I would say and, so. And that's why they deserve to be on your list, right? Yes. Okay. Go get Don't Break the Oath. 
Um, you could get Melissa. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it good stuff. Uh, King Diamond still continues to uh, record. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even today, he's, so he's been he's slowed down a lot in the last years. I know he slowed down a lot. His last he's made a couple of uh, big appearances for his name's sake. Uh, he's actually appeared in three different things in the last few years that I think have brought him even more fans than he has, except for probably his initial run. Right, and that is the three things I can think of. He appeared at that Ozfest that was in Dallas yes. only. He appeared on stage with Metallica. With Metallica, that was a what what a huge thing. Not you know what? Not just for the, and I don't think the fans really understood it. Right. At least I, I I hope some of them got it. I think they did. But what a huge thing for Metallica! Yeah. To actually be on stage with the iconic metal figure that is King Diamond. Yeah, and they did a big Merciful Fate medley on Garage Inc. So there you go. Incredible stuff. Uh, and also, if you've ever seen the movie Clerks too. They used a couple of Merciful Fate songs in the movie, and uh, there's a song on the soundtrack. Geek. Yeah, uh, hey, <laughs> I, I guarantee you that my listeners will know them more from that than from anything they've ever heard before. For better or worse, that is the case. And also, on the Metallica angle, once again, they made King Diamond into a like a playable character on their Guitar Hero series, didn't they? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's isn't, right. He's that's in the right. game, that's isn't right. he? right. So yeah. yeah, that's right. That's right. right. Well, I mentioned you know the Dallas Ozfest, and I talked about how King Diamond lives out in Dallas. This actually ties in once again to the local scene. After Ooh. War Beast and King Diamond, Ooh. who is Ooh. the most successful metal band by a mile to come out of Texas? Oh. I don't think there's any doubt about this. And one of the only metal bands in the world, especially in America, that actually charted on the Billboard. Oh yeah top 10 albums every time they came out after their initial debut quote-unquote debut album cowboys from hell i'm talking about pantera thank you sound scan yeah once they actually started tracking it by who buys the records these guys started getting top 10 every single time until they hung it up pantera i am putting them and i'm going to say this as a disclaimer I don't mean any disrespect by this and i think i could say this to any of the guys faces and they would be totally cool with this if I'm doing this as a top ten list, they're number ten. Yeah, they're they're at the bottom of this list. Now that's not an insult, in my opinion, and I don't mm. think they would take it as that. They are the next generation of all of these icons. They took a hodgepodge of a little bit of all these bands, King Diamond included, even some of the bands on your list, like yeah. Death yeah. and Merciful Fate. That's what Phil brought into the band. Right. Phil brought in that that darker influence. The darker influence for sure. Because Dime and Vinny, they grew up listening to the stuff that I love. They grew right. up listening to Kiss well, and even like White Snake and stuff like that. You know, and, and it's Phil well, was a Nola kid. Yeah, exactly. Am I right? He's from Nolans. So, right there, you yeah. know, whenever you're you're kind of throwing in the 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 southern metal. You know, which is basically which didn't exist. Which didn't exist, and you know, it's not, it's not like the rap genre where you have dirty south. Yeah. You know, you're just trying to make up a different coast. Yeah, exactly. But whenever you're infiltrating certain areas into another area, yeah. um, uh, you know that that can really lead to a fantastic dynamic into the band. It really can, mm-hmm. uh, you know, because especially in an area like New Orleans, yeah. you know, uh, you know, 
I know, I know everybody listening right now cannot see it, but I'm wearing uh, a shirt for I Hate God. Yeah. And they they come out of that same cut of cloth. Yeah, and actually they the, certainly do. the first time any any fans of the initial Pantera run ever heard of I Hate God was seeing multiple pictures of Phil Anselmo wearing an I Hate wearing God t-shirt I, right. in the Pantera videos and in the photos. Right. Uh, you know, because, you know, he, he comes from the town, Crowbar. Yeah. I hate God. I like I Crowbar. I mean, great stuff. Yeah. Fantastic stuff. And and whenever you can, you know, put it into the melting pot of Down. Uh, yeah. I, and, and I got to tell you, I saw Down just a little earlier this year. What a fucking great show. Really? I mean, yeah. it, it really is. I, you know, I've seen I Hate God a couple times this year. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm more than, you know, right there, you know. Right, yeah. right at the heart, man. Yeah, uh, great, great, cool, awesome dudes. In- incredible metal. Yeah, uh, and the, know, definitely the, from the Sabbath. Yeah, not that every metal band isn't influenced by Sabbath, but they're really into but Sabbath in really, New Orleans. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know what? It, it it it's good to see a band like Pantera, uh, that really do represent our 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 state. Yeah, not just our area, but our state. Yeah, and so. Well. You know, and I I know I know people that know Vinny and Dimebag, and had known them. The great Dimebag. Yeah, absolutely. And and every time you hear him in an interview, you could just the fandom, the the fact that they're just the kids that are fans that became something, and that wasn't, and that's basically what the Thrashment was all about was they're just fans. And if you ran into them on the street. They'd be like, "Hey, man, what's up?" You know, I mean, they wouldn't, they wouldn't dart away from you. I, I went to see Anthrax at Trees in 1998, this little ass club, and Vinny and Dime were there, and they were not in the VIP lounge. They were on the floor, yeah. with the fans, and I was, I'm not even bullshitting. I was literally shoulder to shoulder with Dimebag on the floor, just right away from the pit, which is where I like to stay. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm away from the pit kind of guy. And we were just two assholes just pumping our fists in the air all yeah. night, yeah. having a blast. Hey, man, I love the song. Yeah, me too. And that was it. I didn't big time him. And he didn't. And he didn't big time you. Well, he didn't. He doesn't have that vibe where no, you want to no, big no, time not him. At all. You're just like, hey, man, high five. And that's it. Shake his hand. Good. Hey, man, let's have a fucking good show. And that's what he was. What you see on those videos that they put out, Pantera, that's what you yeah. got. And there's no BS about that. And they, it, yeah, because they, they were the guys that, that they, they were right down in it with you. Yeah. And you know what? I uh, they were the type of guys. You know, I, I I went to record release parties where they were there. Right. Uh, they were such incredible, incredible guys to uh, the record stores and radio community that supported them. Um, and they were the first ones to 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 come out there and shake your hands. They they never big timed anybody that I ever saw. Not ever. <laughs> and what what incredible guys they were. Period. Uh, you know the great dime bag. You know, rest in peace, brother. You were fantastic, and I, you know, I, I, I really think that his influence now is being really oh. felt, as, as really much... felt in in the metal community yeah. with this, with these new, uh, these new bands yeah. that that are are are, are just. You know, seeping right out, and 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 it's not they, like and it's not like Dimebag wasn't already on the cover of Guitar World anyway, right? Right. Before all this shit happened, yeah. Exactly. And that's that's the thing about it is, you know, a lot of guys, a lot of people in the music industry do get overrated in death, and yeah, he's going to be a little bit higher on a few lists than maybe he might have at yeah. some time or another. But 
It's not. But you know what? It's about time that they that they yeah, recognize. That's the thing. Like I said, it's not like he had a lack of Guitar World covers before he died. Mm-mm. It's just that it just kind of increased a little bit. Right. Right. But you know what? He's one of those guys that anybody that met him, even if they were a shitty journalist, right. he'd be like, "Man, that guy's a good guy." Yeah. You know, like I mean, that's you they know were... that any cynic would walk away. I know people that were completely jaded that always talk very well about him. They were you know. so they were so cool. I mean, yeah. they were just nice dudes. Yeah. They were fans just as much as you yeah. were a fan. And you and could be the you could be the nicest band in the world and be a shitty music act. Right. And they were not. <laughs> they, yeah. That, they were they were awesome. So you know what? What are you gonna play for us, Joey? Man, I don't think anything represents uh this band any better than this one song I'm gonna play. I first heard this song live. I didn't even hear it on Wax first. I saw it live because the Pantera was opening up for Skid Row on the Slave to the Grind tour, and I saw that show a week and a half before Vulgar Display of Power even came out. Holy shit. Half their set was that record, and we were just looking at each other, not knowing the words, but going like, man, this is good. This is going to be a... This. <laughs> I remember a guy, a guy, never, this stranger behind me at the show. Right. He was like, that record's going to be a motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> and he was right. So the first time I ever heard this and about five other songs on Vulgar Display was seeing them open up for Skid Row. That was a great metal show, by the way. Skid yeah. Row threw down that night, too, and they jammed with them just like you see on those videos. Yeah. Yeah. This is about, this is almost as metal as it gets. I'd put this song in the top ten metal songs as far as like just like getting it out there. God. You want to talk about Primal Scream Therapy? This is it in about under three minutes, I'd say. This is fucking hostile. <laughs> One, two, three, four! Up every day, I see the same face. I'm fucking big to do, it's just the attitude. If you can see yourself, you put you on a shelf. You're from a massive place, but I'm still the age. Today I play the part of the parrot. Now make a hundred bucks for you to know about yourself. The lies make you believe what's evil. It's making love and making friends and being God's wrong way. The right way to see. Yeah! 
That was Fucking Hostile by Pantera from the Vulgar Display of Power album. And uh, let me know if you're going to debate me on this one, but that is the record to get by them. Yes. Okay. Just no. making sure. Uh, uh, no. No. Uh, I, I won't debate that. <laughs> Just like you have to yell the phrase fucking hostile out. Fucking hostile! The next band that we're going to talk about, you can't just say their name matter-of-factly. You have to yell it. Fucking Slayer. <laughs> so you need to go, Slayer! Slayer! I just saw these guys a couple weeks ago. They played... Uh, the Fun, Fun, Fun Fest. The Fun, Fun, Fun Fest. Yeah, I played Hate the Worldwide entire, on that show, by the, the way. So. Uh, yeah, and, and uh, yeah, I listened to that. Uh, great show. Thank you, thank you. Um, I gotta <laughs> tell you, there is... Did they, no... did they kill the hipsters that day? Oh, my God. <laughs> you know, it, I, I, I gotta tell you, my, my, my girlfriend, Marianne, went, went with me. Was that her first Slayer That gig? was her first Slayer show. <laughs> yes. And, uh, How you doing, Mary? She, How you doing? How you uh, doing? yeah. And she, uh, I gotta tell you, she's she's a she's a kick-ass gal. Yeah, um, I, I've met her. She's good people. But she's not a Slayer fan, <laughs> and it's cool, you know. It's, it's the she, it's she the enters, rush of metal bands. No, it's like it's well, it you know, she, no, it, it, not even just that, but you know, metal metal's a man cave, for the most part. Yeah, metal's a man cave. Yeah. Slayer that night was my man cave. Yeah. Of course, I shared that man cave with probably about I don't know, ten thousand some odd people. Right. I'm guessing. Yeah. I don't know. It was a it was a big space. Yeah, it was a festival. Yeah. I had a few beers. Yeah. yeah. I had a one man mosh pit going on. <laughs> I couldn't get up front because I knew it was kind of muddy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I got to tell you, Slayer. It. How many times do you think you've seen Slayer? Uh, yeah, right. Not not nearly as many as uh, six. <laughs> not nearly as many as uh, my friend Randy. Oh my God! Yeah. Randy has seen actually Randy uh, from the Synaptic. Yes. Uh, plug. Yes. Yeah, Synaptic dot com. I'll link it on. Com. I think I'm gonna start linking on the show on, on all future yeah. blogs. So don't worry about that. Great guy. Yes, he's he a, he's a he, he's a music slut just like both of us. Yeah. yeah. Um, but that was his 18th Slayer show. Nice. 18th. That's three sixes right there. That's three sixes. <laughs> so, uh, you know, what a swell kid. You know, it was his 18th Slayer show, I believe. That's, that's beautiful. Um, Which, you know what, I, I much love Randy. But let me tell you, there, there are no words that I can tell you about Slayer. Uh, Slayer may probably, for me, run number two to Iron Maiden. In my so on the metal pantheon, it's Sabbath, Iron Maiden, Slayer. Sounds good. I like it. Well, I actually, I mean, for me personally, I, 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 you know, and I like Sabbath, but I put, I, I put Sabbath a little bit lower. Well, I'm, uh, but, yeah, on but, your personal yeah, thing. It, I'm, as far I'm just as saying. It's, as far as like great, like I, I would tell you to listen to Slayer before Metallica. Okay. Yeah. You that's know? fine. Because if you don't have Rain and Blood, the best. Under thirty minute record in your entire fucking life. I was gonna say it's about twenty eight minutes. Yeah, it's long. like twenty eight minutes. I wasn't yeah. exactly sure. Yeah, yeah. But it's under thirty minutes. Yeah, they made better. It was on so that great that they put it on there twice on the cassette. Yeah, you could flip the cassette over. It was incredible. <laughs> it was so good they had to put it on there twice. Um, <laughs> it's like an EP. It was like the Cookie Plus. Yeah, uh, a, a, a fucking. Uh, you know, it, if 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 you don't have Slayer in your top three. 
leave. And, and, and here's, the, here's the other I thing. I think we're done. It's the funny thing about Slayer, and I'm sure this is a band call. They don't make it easy for people to ease in. No. And I, and no. I mean that in the sense of, no. hey, what's a, what's a good best of Slayer you can recommend? Dude. There's not one. There is one. There's the box set. There, I mean, <laughs> I was going to say, it, it, if you picked up the box set, well, when did they put this thing out? Soundtrack to the Apocalypse. Soundtrack that, to the Apocalypse. That came out post-God Hates Us All, so yeah, it's going to so, be about 2003 or four. Which, I mean, uh, and here, by no unfortunate event, is Slayer that dark, but God Hates Us All came out 9-11 yeah it's not their fault (laughs) it's their fault but let me tell you I remember that month because you and I were working together yeah we were real excited about that yeah, we were super excited and, about and, and about this. You know, God hates us all coming out, and that's a, that was a great metal week too because um, the album that was slated to debut at number one on nine eleven was System of a Down's Toxicity. Toxicity, and then Slayer was dropping the same day, so we right. were already like all in full system mode yeah. and getting geared up for Slayer. Right, right. But I remember people walking in. I mean, here we had one of the most. I mean, a. a most tragic American most incident. tragic weeks in the United States of America, and, and at least in our lifetimes. Yeah, easily. Um, and how many people had walked in and said, "You know what, man? I'm fucking mad. Mm-hmm. I'm fucking mad. Yeah, I need a record." We sold a lot of a very appropriately, inappropriately, I don't know how you want to term it. <laughs> it was timely. Yeah. Timely, Tidal, let's just It say. was a very timely title yeah. of God Hates Us All. You could still we find... We sold a lot of those records yeah. that week. And they and pulled Slayer, the ad, They pulled the ads real quick, but you can still find the occasional poster that says... You can still find says, the occasional poster that said 9-11-0-1. God Hates Us All, Slayer. God Hates Us All. Yeah. Boy, let me tell you what. Oh, oh. And that one definitely had the I'm pissed off, I need something to listen to thing, because it's... If you didn't know any better, you would think that they wrote that album. Post that they wrote 9/11. that album for that day. Yeah. Or P- for, P- for that bitch, next week. Yeah. Ag- you know. Yeah. I mean, Warzone. Warzone. Disciple. <laughs> yeah. Disciple. Jesus. <laughs> I mean, you were talking earlier about Public Enemy being the CNN of of urban America. Yeah. They're basically know. the whenever you watch the Hitler Kerry on the History King. Channel. Kerry thing. King has 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 said, you know what? We're we're CNN. We're not anything that you don't see already on fucking television. Yeah. Or bleep television. <laughs> well, it depends on what channel you're watching. <laughs> you know? Um, Slayer. You know what? Yeah. God hates us all. Thank you, Slayer. <laughs> so, Rain in blood. Yeah. And I couldn't tell you what song to pick. Well, I... I because I, I have too many. I think I had a good idea for it. And the re- one of the reasons being is I could play something that's uh, very... Like, this is Slayer, and this is what you get. But I think I did that already, because if you listen to the Fun, Fun, Fun Fest episode, I played Hate Worldwide off of the latest album, and that's Slayer 101. It, like, every song is going to be like that. Uh, but this song is interesting, because it is an obvious song by them, but it's one of the songs that I would play for someone who's not into Slayer. And it's it's a nice handshake song, because... And it's unlike anything they do, because number one, it's a long song by their standards. It's like five or six minutes long. Yeah. So it's kind of, it's epic in that sense. It's not fast either. (laughs) And (laughs) it's got a catchy chorus. Wow. 
So this is the <laughs> most unlikely Slayer song, but it's off of probably I'd say probably their most popular album. It's a nice in I don't would you say that is Seasons in the Abyss. Seasons. Uh, it's a fan favorite for sure. But I know I, I you know that's a toughie because Rain and Blood gets all the press. But Rain to and me, Blood does I get think all the Seasons. Press. Is a, I, I think Seasons is a little more solid. You know. <sighs> I gotta say, Jesus, man, don't you know? <laughs> don't put you on the spot. I, you'd be better pressing a knife up against my throat and making me tell you whatever you wanted to fucking hear. <laughs> so I, you know, instead of getting it, you to admit that you, know if what? you wear it, women's it's clothes, a solid, it, it's a solid record. I mean, I, I don't know how many times I've used the term "solid record" throughout this entire cast. Yeah, I have a lot, but of let me tell you, show, don't worry. It, it's it's a brutal album, and it's extreme. Yeah. Whenever whenever metal was still mainstream metal within a sense and, and and you know I'm not trying to be flippant about oh. using the mainstream part but um you know they were on a major label yeah it wasn't it's not a kind era yeah uh or n- not a kind time to be on metal yeah or to be metal is it ever really in the mainstream sense honestly uh, you no, know no, it's not uh, you're, and that's what's uh, cool you're, you're about exactly it. right that's you're what's exactly cool about right. it i it's, mean and but uh, no you matter know, how many millions of albums metallica has sold and no matter how many t- multiple tens and thousands of people they can play to in England or anywhere else, right, it's right. still underground for some reason. It's still underground, but you know, you you, you get to you get to see things like here in the states, the the, the Maryland Death Fest, or over there in, in Europe, the Vakken, which right. is like, I mean, such a tremendous event. Yeah. I mean, they're it's it's. It's meccas, yeah, and even like something like the Download Festival now, which the used Download to be Monsters Festival, of Rock. Which, I mean, yeah, exactly. They get they get Journey and Slayer playing there. I which, mean, that's that's Europe. <laughs> that's Europe. I mean, they'll, they'll put Bob Dylan on after, you know, you know, Poison, uh, fucking Poison, or uh, which is a horrible example or right bon now. Bon Jovi, Bon Jovi uh, playing after which Dylan, which is still yeah. not a very good example, but you know, but you know where I'm going. Yeah, yeah, you know exactly. where I'm going. Yeah. I mean it. Their 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 festival bills are diversely. Uh, I referenced uh, I referenced Rollins earlier. He said that he followed Cheryl Crow on right. a European festival. There there you go. <laughs> all right, pussy. Um, this is the closer on the season. I'm just season. kidding. It's all right. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna go ahead and play it now. Uh, this is the closing song on Seasons in the Abyss from 1990. Go ahead, tell me. What is it? You want to go ahead and introduce it? It's the title track. Go ahead. What are you and... playing? I'm playing. The what ti- are you playing? The title track. You're playing Seasons <laughs> in the Abyss. Yeah, that. Enjoy it. <laughs>
This kids, that's the closest thing that Slayer has to a ballad. That's a, <laughs> that's the neo ballad. <laughs> neo ballad's a good term because uh, so is Cemetery Gates. So right, there you go. Right, right. So that was Seasons in the Abyss from the album Seasons in the Abyss. Seasons by... in the Abyss. Thank you. It's gonna be my new planet Earth. Uh, that's uh, that's <laughs> Slayer. If you didn't know already, and how do you not know? Uh, but there you go. I've even seen Slayer a few times. I saw him with you on the God Hates Us All yeah. tour. So. Yeah. Uh, and I saw them at Ozfest '99, the last good Ozfest. How about that for a hot opinion? Ew. I saw them play after Primus. So are that you was a good back to back. The Ozfest with King Diamond was a no bueno. Uh, yeah, I, I probably would have gone, but whatever. as a as a wall to wall lineup of consistency, '99 90, had it, man. I'm telling you. <laughs> All right, and I am going to move on. You have a, a quick alternate pick here for I us. have an alternate pick. I'm going to see how I'm, how compact you can make this band, because I know you really like this band a lot. Fuck, man, I can't tell you how much, you know, earlier I was talking about how, you know, whenever you're leading out of the 80s, that, that you know, I, I was looking to consume 
which is, has been a huge word, and I mean it. I, I mean the word consume. Um, I was looking for bands that were faster and heavier and just going to bring it every every time I put their record on. You got it with this band. And let me tell you, the godfathers of the fucking grindcore scene, even though we could probably say it's Repulsion from Detroit. I've never heard of them. Repulsion's great. Okay. They're fantastic. I've heard this. I've the actually only, heard the this. Only reason, See, the only reason why I take it away from Repulsion is because they put out like one record. Go the to the Relapse. Sex Pistols of the Grindcore scene. <laughs> go to Relapse.com. Go to their store. They have Relapse. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, Repulsion. The record's called Horrified. It's got everything they did on it. But I'm gonna give it to. Oh, you the bonus Starworks. alternate! You you yeah. bonus alternate picked me. Yeah, How my, dare yeah, you. yeah. I'm 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 gonna go past it because these guys are really to me. I mean, uh, it's Napalm Death. You know what? Now these guys have. Seen I thought some... I could build a band title up. No, 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 no. <laughs> Napalm Death. I mean, these guys, they they were first introduced to me, actually, just through a magazine article. And I thought, wow, that sounds fucking cool. Great name. So I went out and I went and found a little sampler from Eric Records called Grind Crusher. <laughs> and it was it was cool. It had so many different attributes or aspects of the actual Eric Records catalog. Filthy Christians, Bolt Thrower. I remember Bolt Thrower. They were Christian, weren't they? No. Bolt they thrower was not oh, I'm Christian. thinking of I'm thinking of no, who am I thinking? Nobody of? on Earache was Christian. Okay. I think they would have <laughs> bolt thrown Christians. Oh, I'm thinking of mortification. mortification. That's who I'm thinking. You might have been, yeah. <laughs> but I'm sorry, ear, earache, <laughs> earache was was the was the uh, the home for a lot of this new extreme metal. Um, and we're talking, uh, uh, yeah. In, I mean, we're in the, talking in the simplest of terms, like the we're talking monster heavier, vocals. We're talking fast. You, I mean, yeah. we just heard Slayer. Yeah. And okay, that was a ballad, but <laughs> within a sense. Yeah. But if if you'd ever the heard the closest them, thing they have to a ballad, yeah, exactly the closest thing they had. But if you heard, uh, you know, even like, of course, the great Angel of Death from Slayer. Yeah. Yeah. Turn it up like five notches. Put put that. 33 on a 78. And that's and it, and, it sp- and it sped it up. It was, he- well, it was heavier and it was faster. Yeah. So, Napalm Death embraced it. Yeah. I mean, they, they, they loved all over that. They, they made it cool. They made it sexy. They were cool, they? man. I mean, they, they really did. They were grindcore. And it was a whole article about grindcore basically based around napalm death and i actually saw and the difference is between like something like uh the the first band you mentioned uh i actually have i saw a napalm death video on headbangers ball one time in MTV. oh wow that was a big difference like i remember the they were talking from the foundation's forum award show the one they used right. to have every year yeah and i remember still seeing damon stain on the podium going the best independent album of the year is napalm death harmony right. corruption harmony corruption yeah uh you know a, a a very quintessential record from them yeah uh scum is is still i mean it's the first album that they put out yeah boy i tell you what if you want to know what grindcore was like early on 
in its early, you know, in, in, its early incarnation. Yeah. Um, man. Well, I know I'm, I'm a scum. I, is I know that you're not. I know you're not a big fan, but I'm a big Casey Chaos fan, and he's a big fan of that record yeah. because he even started a band called Scum. Right. With, right. That had a Napalm Death guy in it. Enslavement to Obliterations. I mean, I mean, we just hit on actually the first three records. Okay. Scum, Enslavement to Obliteration, and then Harmony Corruption. Okay. And that's those are the records you got to get by. Man, I mean, but I, I don't want to discount what they're doing now. I understand because that. they're doing really cool just, and exciting things now. Well, I, then just say if you like them, you can't go wrong with anything, pretty much, right? No, really, <laughs> I can't. Uh, really, th- there, there's there's a small period there, um, whenever they had uh, kind of entered into the major label realm. Major labels tried to exploit. Um, Part of what, and, and and mind you, I I think a lot of it has to do with more of just like a like a downfall of their songwriting skills because I mean really Napalm Death, and and these other bands like Entombed and Carcass yeah. and um, Cathedral, they should just remain. They you know th- they were going through lineup changes and here and there and I mean all of them were like bastard children. Yeah. You know, exactly. everybody played in everybody others. You know, every, everybody else's band. Yeah. Um, but you know, uh, starter kit for Napalm Death, Scum, Enslavement to Liberation, Harmony Corruption. Avoid then, the middle period. Apparently, I, 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 I would. I would then move on to who, who signed them? Who signed them to a major? Well, no. What What happened was Eric Records struck a deal with Columbia. Oh wow! Which is also That's right. Sony. Okay. Uh, that yeah, yeah, that yeah, yeah. record geeks, record store geeks like you and I would know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they signed the deal. I mean, that that's what was going on. Okay. Is that smaller labels were signing yeah. deals with major labels yeah. to get better distribution? Yeah, it's like Def Jam and Def American. Exactly. They were tied into Sony exactly. or Warner also. Well, yeah. I mean, they 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 uh, Def Def American or Def Jam. Yeah. First had like um, they were on CBS. Universal or CBS. Yeah. Right. And exactly. then Def American was on Warner. Epitaph was on Warner. Right. Exactly. So yeah. Exactly. I see. It's it's the so it's, it's, distributors it's, basically. It, it's it's all based around distribution. Okay. So, uh, but they do have a new record coming out next year. I'm looking. Uh, I'm I'm really looking forward to it. That's your most anticipated album of the uh, uh, it's, of next it, well, year so far. It's 2012. Come on. We got a lot <laughs> of stuff happening. It's too early to tell. Uh, but I, I I am looking forward to it, and more so just to see another tour. I I, I was, uh, I I just actually got to see them for the first time probably about a uh, two years ago. Hmm. I got to uh, actually meet Mick Barney uh, Greenwood, uh, Barney, uh, lead vocalist, and his um, name is Barney. I, uh, Mick, uh, parent, uh, whatever. Oh, his name. Barney. His nickname's Barney. Okay. His nickname's Barney. That's fun. Um, Sorry. But and, and I, I saw him, and he was just walking around, hmm. completely, yeah. just walking around. Yeah, we established that thrash bands yeah. look like they're fans. And <laughs> and and I uh, of course recognized him after seeing him his face for almost twenty years, and uh, was like, you know, man. I've never seen you tonight. Is the first time that I I have ever seen you guys, and I've been a fan since '91, '92, yeah. somewhere in there. And he was like, "Fucking fantastic, man! I'm glad you came out tonight." And so I was like, "Awesome, yes." I had <laughs> I, I I took a picture of him very awkwardly. Um, 
And of course, when their show started, I went to the front of the stage. I was right up front. Yeah. Right up front for the whole show. You're a brave man. Great stuff. I don't even know if I'd ever go see him live, and you're in front row. When the show ended, he took his set list off and he handed it to me. Nice. And That's somewhere, cool, That's uh, cool. actually, uh, you know, I, I've moved at least once since then. <laughs> it's in storage right now, isn't it? Once or twice. Damn. Probably just once. Okay. Um, but I still have that set list, and it was he he he, re- he recognized me as a fan, and that once again, dude. That's cool, man. It's that, what metal that, is. That 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 I was gonna say. That's metal, and it's that's that's metal. Yeah. They're, they're, they're a band that, you know what, they're never going to play the huge arenas. Oh. But let me tell you, they palm death. <laughs> Anytime they have those, uh, that made me think for some reason, you know when they do those underground metal festivals? Right. And you see that they're booked for like the big shed. Where do they put them? They put them in the parking lot. Right. <laughs> That's like, they don't even open that. up the gates. I love to that. The... <laughs> I love that. You know, uh, the mayhem festivals that have happened. <laughs> let me tell you, I you know, I, I I've seen some cool... I saw Behemoth. I saw Cannibal Corpse out at your big trendy Mayhem Fest. You yeah. know what? If that's what you want to do, keep fucking doing it yeah. because I will show up. Well, speaking of a band that keeps fucking doing it, yes. this is the next band on my list. Yeah. And this Holy is the, the never-say-die attitude. Never. Uh, uh, anthrax. And and to me, you were talking about what metal's all about as far as fans go and everything. To me... This is the band, and the reason they're on my list is for a few reasons. Number one, we seem to have the same exact record collection. Like, <laughs> I swear, Scott Ian hosted a Serious Hour one time, and he played, like, Kiss, but he also played Refused. Right. And he played... Uh, I got into Muse because of Anthrax. They got me into so really? many random bands. They got me... That's just the first of many bands they've gotten me into. I had to go see you 2 to get new Muse. I listened to the Smiths because of them. I wow. listened I listened to Husker Du because of them. Wow. You talk about bands that you go back and find out what they listen to. I'm always... I'm always turned on to quality music from Anthrax. These guys, they don't care to be the heaviest band in the world. They are the funnest band of the... Of, of that era, of that thrash metal era, they are the funnest band you could possibly go see and still are the funnest band. And this is talking, this is coming from a guy that has stuck with them through the years where nobody gave a shit. I mean, like... I, Those me, 90s were not kind. Not kind. And not I kind. love... People, love, people turn their backs on them yeah. very quickly. Love those John Bush records. Um, apparently myself and maybe a, a one or two of my friends two. and maybe about 90 people in each major city <laughs> and also uh, Dimebag and Vinnie Paul. Yeah. They they didn't give up on, yeah. on Anthrax because <laughs> he was on all those records in the I 90s. I admit it. I, 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 I gave up. Yeah. I gave up. But you know what? I, I, I would say that, you know, I... I you know, it's like going back with my Iron Maiden discussion. Yeah. You know, you go back and you listen to those records. Yeah. That you realize, well, shit, that stuff was really good. Yeah. Quality. And Real, I mean, John Bush may not have been Joey Belladonna. Right. You know what? But he had a sense of urgency in his voice he that re- I just responded to. He, I, I think whenever you're talking about vocalists that that replace previous vocalists yeah. you know and from a guy from an established band like Armored Saint Armored, Armored Saint. Saint were no slouches no, and no. still Armored are. Saint were were very very revered in a uh, mind you a smaller circle yeah. but but I mean 
They're they're I, in that I, second, and I, I hate to say it like this because I can't come up with a better term, but they're in that second tier bands that are yeah. really good, and they just never went over the hill. Yeah, uh, over over the hill in the sense yeah. that they just didn't they didn't finish that marathon in the sense of popularity, or even if they got signed to a major label, they only got signed because of their buddies. Overkill, right? Uh, Armored Saint, Testament, uh, Exodus, Testament, Testament, Testament is still killing it out there, and I saw Testaments, I just, fucking just. I saw a testament oh, I, a month I, ago. I'm not even gonna. I'm not even start <laughs> testament. I saw a testament a month ago with a- opening for Anthrax on, right. this, on this tour, and they were awesome. They were great. I mean, the pit was crazy right. for them. Right. Oh and, yeah. And Chuck oh, Billy yeah. still looks like Chuck Billy. His arm is as big as my leg. Yeah. Still. <laughs> anyway. But, but you know what? He. I mean, you know, everyone talks about those big four. Yeah. And I know, you know I have what? the big, I have I mean, the big it, four in my top it, ten. It, yes. I mean, you could actually do what the conference did and go with the Big 12. Yeah. I mean, because, I mean, yeah, let's let's go ahead and talk about the four. But you know what? There was so much other incredible, there's so much other mus- great, incredible musicianship beyond just those four. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to, you know, piss on any of those guys, but man, you know, that they, they weren't the only ones at, at all. I, yeah. I have no idea what you're gonna play. <laughs> I, I I really don't because I mean we got we got a lot of great stuff that yeah. you can work with. Anything from Among the Living, which I mean that was my record. Yeah, spreading that the was disease my is, spreading the disease. That's one that I think people are still finding out about. Yeah, that that's got so many good oh, songs it's, on there. Yeah, I mean, I the only reason why I bring up Among the Living was that that was my. First one yeah. with them. First time I heard my them. first full record with I them. I saw I saw Indians on Headbangers Ball, and I heard right. I'm the Man on Key Rock, and I used to I used to call up the radio station every day to request I'm the Did Man. You call them on Thanksgiving? <laughs> no, no, I didn't. Cry yeah. for I, I, the Indians. Yeah, play for Thanksgiving. Yeah. I'm not going to play Indians. For, okay, I should have played that for Thanksgiving. That's great. Damn it. That's next year. Okay. That's next year. <laughs> so once again, Anthrax. Personifies the fun. Yeah, uh, they were a great. They were a fantastic band. They, they, they went had out a good there, time, man. They went out there and they went out there in the late '80s and they put on. They were wearing Public Enemy shirts and Fishbone shirts. Who and they was had, doing that? They had. They they wore jams. They wore board shorts. Uh, yeah, right. And they had teenage. And they were from New York. Yeah, they're from it's Brooklyn. It's cold. Yeah, Brooklyn's a tough place. It's yeah, it's hard. <laughs> and, it's hard. And they're out there with comic book uh, t-shirts and Ninja Turtles on their flying V's. Right. <laughs> and and they're just like they're going not and what is right. that <laughs> like now people know what that is but back then like what the what the hell I mean I yeah. forgot about the not yeah I mean, yeah the not man yeah the, the and not they man. were all megaforce yeah exactly they're from the megaforce family Fuck. for sure and I just think it's one of those bands that every I, you know I could even go to down anybody on the street they've heard the name anthrax. but they haven't heard them you know it's just like that to, the anthrax is the haven't heard it band of metal still to me because wow. I, I i might be doing an early spoiler for my end of the year show but oh, no. I, there's not a better record out this year than their new album worship music Whoa. it is it is uh, which has a pentagram <laughs> yeah well it's the anthraxagram by the way the anthraxagram because there's an a in the middle call it, it what you want it makes it not a pentagram devil like worshipers <laughs> So, this is this is and this is from a fan who was really pissed off that Joey Belladonna was back in the right. band. I was. I remember that. I, I I remember your very complacency. Well, oh, I don't know if that needs to happen. Yeah, it's such a money grab. Yeah, <laughs> and 
And you know what? I bet initially they even thought that because the interviews I'm hearing from them, I don't think that they necessarily thought. I know that musically and creatively they had it in them, but I think they were like, God, I hope Joey still has that magic. And and he does. Once, once this record came out, and he does, it's the best album they've ever done. He 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 clearly does. I mean, he has he has it, and yeah. you and, know what? It's almost like with Ronnie going happy anthrax. Yeah. Uh, so long. Long story long. This is uh, this was a song that they busted out that night. I'm gonna go ahead and plug the new album, Worship Music. Like I said, I think it's the best album they've ever done. Holy shit! Every time they put an album out, I pretty much say that, and I never thought in a million years I'd actually say that because the last two records were so good. But this one, I think, is the album they've been waiting to make their entire career, Uh-oh. and from an album that was created in so much turmoil. They 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 recorded it and re-recorded it because they had to fire the guy that they hired to be the new guy. So and then tragic. They, and they decided to bring Joey back because of all this bullshit that happened to him. And it's one of those instances where I, I had a guitar teacher one time that said, I was on my way to a, a, a jamming one time with my band. I got mugged on the way there. And then when I got there, I never played better. That's Anthrax. <laughs> so here you go. This is from Worship Music. This one's going to kick your ass. This is called The Devil You Know.
that was Anthrax with the Devil. You know, if you like music, period, go get that. Go get that record, dude. You have no excuse not to get that album, and I'll tell you why. You can go into a Target and buy this record for ten dollars. I am not kidding you. Go get it. God damn it. Go get that record. That's it. I have to have some fun with Anthrax. Um, <laughs> and uh, uh, yet another reason to pick that album up. There's a song on the album called Judas Priest. Oh. So, and that's the last band we're going to talk about here tonight. What an incredible oh. segue. Yeah. I wonder why I did that. Huh. Yeah. Um, Judas Priest. Uh, pretty much you could basically take everything that we said about Iron Maiden. Pretty much. And there's a lot of comparisons there. They came around about the same time. Same time. And they had the same kind of thing when the 90s kicked in. Same time. Hey, it's time to get a new singer. Hey! And didn't work out so well. Not that, not for lack of effort, but it just didn't work out. And then the 2000s start kicking in. It's like, hey, maybe we got to get the band back together. <laughs> and they come back, hey, we're playing arenas again. Everything's all good. Our legacy is completely etched in stone at this point, or in metal, if you will. And... I, I know people, it's like when you say Iron Maiden and Judas Priest, it's like saying Elton John and Billy Joel. They just go together for some reason. They're, 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 but they're, they're kind of forever yeah. Yeah. in they're, that, that thing. You know, like yeah. if, if I say Judas Priest, I'm thinking Maiden if I'm listing off bands or gotcha. vice versa. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, the still all, all part of that more popular part of the new wave of British heavy metal. Yeah. Um, and this is a band that I always bring up in yet another comparison. If I'm talking with a non-metal fan, I talk about how bands, especially, okay, there's three sub-genres that kicked off in the 70s that are still around to this day, that when they started off, they were all great. Punk rock, hip-hop, heavy metal. No denying that when they all came out of the gate, it was just like, yeah. Yeah. And... When you look at all those genres nowadays on a overall wide basis, I'm I'm making a broad generalization about right. the genres in no, itself. No, no, no. I, I would say you're right. I mean, a, to me, there's and I I don't think this comes with age. I mean, yeah, there's a factor of that, but I don't believe that's the entire ball of wax. No, I I don't see as much inspiration. I don't see as much effort. I don't see as much longevity in the output of some of these bands than I see in a band like what Judas Priest started as and still continues to do for the most part. Now, the reason I say that is because I point to Judas Priest as yet another ambassador of metal in the sense that Judas Priest is a band that could be as heavy as they wanted to and as poppy as they wanted to and really didn't lose any credibility doing it so I believe that a band like that proves that if you have the balls to do something, and number and number two, if you have the talent enough to pull it off, to 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 venture out. This is a band that has used keyboards. This is a, you know this is a band that has you know gone completely soft to the point of almost alienating their fan base. But when you look back on some of that stuff, it's not all that bad. And number two, it ages a lot better. And a lot of the other stuff that's come out after them. I mean, they could write Beyond the Realms of Death. Yes. And they could also write Living After Midnight. Yeah. 
one of the poppiest songs you'll ever hear, no matter what genre or year we're talking about. Living After Midnight is one of the catchiest songs ever. It really is amazing how they haven't fully crossed over as much because yeah. of that 80s yeah. and, 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 you know, that 80s material. Yeah. Breaking the Law, Living After Midnight. You got another thing coming. Got another thing coming. Everybody knows that hot song. Hot Rockin'. Yeah, oh, I love I mean, Hot Rockin'. shit. Yeah. I mean, you're talking about, I mean, yes, metal. Yeah. But, good God. The melody. It, it, it I mean, it was just, it's it's phenomenal that there's they they were still fighting for it. Yeah, completely. Well, it's worth fighting for. You know, uh, yeah, it, it, uh, metal's worth fighting for. Yeah, completely. And then they entered into their turbo area. Yeah, and I or turbo era. I shouldn't say era. And a, a controversial statement. I like turbo. You know why? That's where I came in. And and <laughs> you know that's that's uh, all fine. Yeah, you know, point of entry is one of my favorite albums I've ever done. Let, let me just tell you, Joey, we're yeah. glad that you came in. We're glad that you entered into the world of Judas Priest. Whether it be Turbo, whether it be Ram It Down, or whether it be, you know, Rockarola. Yeah. Wherever it was, mm-hmm. we're glad to have you here. So thank you for joining Judas oh. Priest yeah. thank you. Archive thank Airline. You for, thank you for having me. So, but yeah, you know, there's so much there's so much great stuff from uh, you know, out of these guys. You know this this incredible metallology set. I mean, uh, you know who? You know it. Judas Priest really defined a look. Oh out, yeah, out of metal. They're the leather band. You know, and, and and make all the jokes you want. Yeah. Make them all. Go ahead. But you know what? Hmm. You wore a leather coat. Why? Because it was metal. Yeah. It wasn't because the studs and Steve everything. Harris wore metal coat. No, yeah. no, no. And Steve Harris is great. Yeah. Love the guy. Yeah. You weren't wearing it because, you know, Ozzy Osbourne was wearing it. Yeah. You were wearing that metal leather coat with the studs on the on the little wrists yeah. because fucking Rob Halford said I'm metal. Yeah. Hellbred for leather. Hellbred for leather indeed. And you know what? I don't care where you stand. Whenever he said, you know what, I'm gay, you know what? I was like Fucking awesome! Yeah. What song you got next? <laughs> yeah, what, what what you got coming out? That was I want to hear what you got yeah. next as far as songs, man. <laughs> are you gonna, you know, are are you gonna put out the next big metal record that I'm gonna play for the next, you know, year until I have to hear another one from you, or what? Mm. So you know what? Cheers to Rob Halford for being the person that he is. Yeah, and uh, cheers to the entire band. And uh, cheers to the band, Glenn and KK. I mean, like, right after Thin Lizzy invented the twin guitar attack, Priest and Maiden come in and refine it. There's, I mean, once again, we're Without talking losing about, any sense of the melody, We're either. talking about 1As and 1Bs. Yeah. You know, Glenn and KK. I mean, I, I, I do miss the idea of Glenn being there. Or I'm sorry, KK, KK being there yeah. now. Um, just because of his stage presence, yeah. his, his dynamic force that he's... That 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 chemistry that you get between those guys. That's like that's like when we found out that John Lord had left Deep Purple. Right. It's like hasn't he been in that band for forty years? What? Why would you leave? It's it's like getting divorced whenever you've been married for fifty years. Yeah, like now. What? What do you have left? 
Are you going to go, you know, bang 20-year-old chicks because you're 60 or 70? <laughs> I mean, maybe you are. Yeah, well, probably, yeah. But whatever, you know. That's it, the, that's it, the it's, gig, you know. <laughs> you know, think about the kids. Think about your fans. Yeah. You know? But it, either way, Judas Priest, iconic. They are metal. Yeah. If you don't think that they're metal, I've told you already, stop listening. Yeah. Because Judas Priest is metal. Pop sensibilities, melodies, fucking heavy metal. What are you going to play for us, Joey? Well, I I, I almost feel like I should play like one of the poppy songs they have, but this is the metal show. And whether it's this is a handshake to the genre or not, I'm going to play you probably... Uh, once again, I think I mentioned another song earlier in the show is what what I put it in like the first top ten metal songs. It just defines just the extreme sense of heavy metal. This is I like prob- extreme. This is probably it, man. Because and this is this is uh, I think they put this album out number one because I think they feel that the fan base gave up on them, and number two they just got through a court battle. Yeah, I mean they were pissed, yeah. and you can hear it on this. This is just like okay, we're not backing off of anything. As a matter right. of fact, you just lit a fire in our ass. Right. This is painkiller. <laughs> Fucking painkiller.
right, that was Judas Priest with Painkiller. I think bringing Scott Travis into that band was definitely a plus. Huge. <laughs> that Those drums, man, just ridiculous. Because you, you begin and end with just amazing drums. So anyway, there you go. Uh, that's off the 1990 album of the same name, Painkiller. Painkiller. And uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's Priest, man. The Priest can write them as catchy of a pop song with the best of them, but they can also rock your face off, and that's what metal's all about at the end of the day. Just having a good old time. Yes, and this has been the three-hour Man Cave episode, for sure. <laughs> uh, what a perfect weekend to do this, I must say. <laughs> you just got through Thanksgiving, holiday shopping. Let's just let's just kick back and geek out on some metal. <laughs> I, I hope, you know, I just want to say... You may think this particular episode is not for you, but I hope you've enjoyed it. I hope you maybe learned a thing or two, and maybe this is a nice study into the psyche of metal fans just listening to us talk about it. <laughs> Even if you didn't learn anything about the bands, you might learn a little something about us. <laughs> this is why we do it. And if we got a couple minutes... And, and yeah, you got... Um, I got. I, a, I, I have a, a, a next five to look forward to. Yeah. We've just passed 40 years of of consistent... Incredible heavy metal, yeah. broken down into genres. Whether it's death metal, black metal, yeah. it's metalcore or whatever. Um, but these are five bands I I I think that you might want to look into. Um, besides the stuff I'm, we've talked about tonight. Besides the stuff that we've already talked about, the 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 last ten most iconic metal bands um, since metal began back in really 70, 71. Okay, so the um, next steps so are... So, th- these next steps, and, and these may not be for everybody, but here they are. And give me a little bit about each band, well, what, what they're like. Right, okay. Uh, my first one that, that I'll cover with you is Burzum. That's uh, Vogue Ver- Vikernes, and I'm probably saying that incorrectly, but he's he's the, the most dastardly... Uh, figure that had come out of the Norwegian black metal scene. Uh, he was actually in jail uh, for church burning. Yeah. He was in there for murder or whatever wow. it was. Jesus. I mean, but he's in the Mayhem you, crew. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This this is this makes Mayhem look like. Well, I mean, Mayhem had their own. Yeah. But um, Burzum is his project, and. He really is the most controversial figure in in all of metal, if you ask me. Hmm. Um, it's good stuff. If you can get explore, past, the... explore on your own, uh, you know, on, on your own moral status. Is, is I'll the, say that. Is this a trust the art, not the artist uh, uh, yeah, example? I, you know what? I'll, I'll, I'll let anyone else make that decision. Okay, moving on. Um, moving on. Uh, American-based, southeastern. Uh, not new to probably many of you that are listening, but Mastodon. Oh, yeah. uh, I, I think these guys are really, uh, they've positioned themselves so well. Uh, you know, they took on metal in, in in a whole different independent type of way, and they've brought it to a different level these days. They're bringing in uh, fans of, for lack of a better term, stoner rock mm-hmm. that aren't necessarily metal fans, which I don't understand how you can't like both. Right. But... I know people that aren't metal fans. Right. They're like, "Hey, that Macedon, they're good." You know, so yeah, for sure. If you they haven't got heard great of great grooves, yeah, they're, they're, they real Sabbath influence, uh, but they're also fans of bands we like, like yeah. the Melvins. Exactly. Yeah. And, and 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 strange that you say that because the Melvins are on my list, and nice. I know they've been around for a really long time. Yeah. But 
they need to go down. They need to have their names etched on the tablets mm-hmm. of metal. They 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 deserve They need it. to. And yeah. if you haven't experienced any record, I'm not even saying a live show, but just a record by the, the live Melvins. Shows, the live shows that the live shows a itself. whole other whole other realm that I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah. But the albums themselves. Yeah. I don't care which one you pick up. Well, there's there's some that you may not hit on right away. Go I, ahead, Joey. I, I mean, hey, man, they got stuff like Prick, which is just noise. It's and they've got Colossus, Colossus of, Destiny, of Destiny, which is literally I, I just noise. So I would say starter. My personal starter kit for the Melvins it. would be Bullhead, Stoner yep. Witch, yep. and Hostile Ambient Takeover. Any of those. And there's some great ones. Hey, Blue Reports treatments. Stag is great. Stag is good. Of course, Houdini is good. I, you know what? Uh, do 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 online research because yeah. there's a lot of people that have very fervent ideas of what they Melvins. are. Yeah. Uh, my maggot. next one. Oh, maggot. Get maggot also. Yeah, ma- ma- <laughs> the, the, the trilogy is fantastic. Yeah. There's a priest but, cover. There's a priest slash yeah, Fleetwood Mac cover. A green Manalishi. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my next one is a a band called Enslaved. I These know, guys but, have yeah. been around for a really long time. But they have really uh, brought out this. I, I, I'm not even sure how to describe it outside of, you know, maybe folklore or ambient metal. It's not just typical metal. It's is it kind of like Neurosis? Yes. Uh, th- there's there's sort of that in in uh, you know that that's that, a good band. That really tonal. And, and and believe me, I, I I really debated about putting them on my my next five, yeah. um, because Neurosis is such a fantastic band. Yeah. There's there's this like you know, it, it's sort of gentle, you know. But then it it it's become so abrasive. Yeah. You know, uh, enslaved I think is really in 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 a position to 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 reach a greater level. Be- and the only reason why I don't put Neurosis is because they're not real consistent on putting records out. Yeah, I guess that's true. And, and enslavement ha or en- enslavement enslaved, enslaved has. <laughs> Sorry, Napalm that's, Death that's hangover. Okay. That's okay. I understand why uh, you did it. My next one is a, a, a little bit more of a recent favorite of mine. Okay. It's Behemoth. Yeah, you um, mentioned them quite a bit. Uh, they've uh, and, and I, I might have mentioned them earlier whenever we were talking about the Mayhem Fest, um, but Behemoth, Polish death metal. You want to talk about wow. just two words that don't go together? Yeah, no, not at all. You know, it's Polish and death metal, um, but they they do it in in such. I I can't even tell you how much I like these guys. Um Negrol, and I think I'm saying his name right, uh just battled leukemia. Wow. And um He won? And and and, and he won. Nobody does that. No, not very many that, people that, that's do. That's pretty fucking metal. They're they're <laughs> yeah, extremely metal. Um don't say your prayer for him because yeah. he didn't need it. Oh. That's what he said. Wow. Yeah. Whoa. And he beat it. So call it what you want, but yeah. um, they're lined up to uh, make a, a, a great tour in 2012 in the United States as the most evil tour. Um, 
I can't even tell you how much I I I really look forward to this. Um, Behemoth was supposed to open up for Watain, uh, or the, actually Watain was supposed to open for Behemoth last year, but the entire tour was called off because of his leukemia, right? right. Uh, which he Obviously. ended up kicking the ass of. So, without any of your prayers, <laughs> right? <laughs> so, um, call it what you want, uh, Behemoth. Yeah, we're there. Okay, I'm there at least. So I'm tr- I'm trying to think of other bands to mention that we haven't like the there's, entire show. There's there's an extra five. Uh, I'm if, surprised you didn't mention like Deicide or well, or <laughs> if if you need more, <laughs> if, was, we did, uh, I mentioned Simple Tour. I'm trying to think of some other bands. Exodus, Testament. Well, yeah, I mean, the, the, there's um, there's a ton. I mean, like it I goes had on and on. I had some old, yeah. some old uh, stalwarts of 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 the label or, or of the genre. Yeah. That have have been around, yeah. You know, but I'll cover those on some other shows. Yeah, so don't and, worry and, about you know, that. like I I I was going to talk about Repulsion, but <laughs> they only have one record. Yeah, we we're asking a lot of our listeners at this point, right? So I exactly. Think we're just gonna we're, let them... we're, we've already <laughs> yeah kept their time for yeah. a pretty long time. We'll, we'll let them go out and check out what they like, what they like, what they think they've heard on the show. They might want to go check out. So. If you haven't d- dived into the icons, go get the icons. If you like what you heard, then go listen to some of those some of those uh, other picks as well. I'm really glad. I, I want to thank you, by the way, for coming on the show Absolutely. today, Logan. Loved it because I needed. I really wanted to have the not necessarily the alternate opinion, but I needed to have a second voice of somebody that can fill in the blanks <laughs> that I don't have in the metal genre. And you've obviously proven that today in spades, if you will. And hey, you know what? You can always find me. On Facebook. Yeah, that's what I was. I was just getting oh, okay. to the plugs. My God, <laughs> this guy. Like between every song, it's like when I'm gonna get my plugs, huh? When I'm gonna. It's like fine. Okay. Here's your five dollars. Yeah. No. Um. And I, I, if you go to cnjradio.com, there you go. Every time I post a show, I have had the link up there that oh, says no. you need to like Birth School Metal Death on Facebook. Yeah. Say it one more time. Birth. School metal death. And and for you punk rock fans out there, and we are fans as well. Yes, he did steal that from the Godfathers. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it was it was a little bit of Godfathers. It was and and I don't know that anybody knows who the Godfathers are. But people might know that song. That's a thing. But there was a Metallica shirt actually yeah. that said "Birth School Metallica Death." That's true. Which I wasn't even thinking of. Yeah. Because those are sellout guys. <laughs> yeah. Oh wait, did I say that? Eh, I'm yeah. just kidding. People have been saying it for years. I love you, Master of Puppets. But not only do you need to go like uh, Burst School Metal Death on Facebook, the most interesting thing is happening. If you are a local listener, you know, and I don't mean to disclude anybody else. Dallas-Fort Worth. Dallas-Fort Worth listeners are hell, even if you're in the state of Texas. They need to be somewhere in a few days from this airing, and that's why I need to get the show out right away. So, Logan, what? Do, where do they need to go? On December first, we got we we. Is it the first? Uh, yeah, December first. Okay. It's at uh, Lola's Saloon. Say that again. In Lola's Saloon. Okay. In Fort Worth, uh, right there off of Seventh Street, and it's a co-host show with my buddy at the Synaptic. Uh, who you mentioned earlier, Randy? Who I mentioned earlier, Randy. Yes. Uh, he was cool enough to like uh, help me get some. Some uh, bands together. Yeah, he's and hosting a showcase. Yeah, it's a showcase. The, for this is a showcase for you. This is right. This is your show, and it's cheap. <laughs> yeah, 
I'm not sure how cheap, but it's cheap. I can tell you that. It's is got it uh, four is days it Fugazi cheap? Is it no, Fugazi no, it's cheap? Not Fug Fugazi cheap. Actually, it may be cheaper than Fugazi cheap. We're talking about a five dollar show. I think it's a five dollar show. Okay. Fugazi raised their prices to okay. six dollars. Bring at least a twenty. That way you can get parking Bring a taken 20 care of. Because you know beers. what? Get yourself in the show. Buy me a beer. Buy yourself a beer. We're all good. Okay. It's all. It you know. It's going to have uh, local metal bands. Uh, four days to burn. The Velia Shrine and FTW. So. All right. Come out. Have a good time. Visit. Me at Birth School Metal Death on Facebook. Facebook. I'm also on Twitter at B underscore S underscore M underscore D. Wow. Yeah. You I'll like link that? that. I'll link that to everybody. I'm Don't trying worry. to get Joey here to get his Twitter yeah, I'm not going on Twitter because very much, but I will. I know I got to be a huge fan of Twitter. I got to be on Twitter for the sake of the show. Also. And I don't Twitter as much as I should on Birth School Metal Death or Birth School Metal Death. Yeah. So score. DFW and Texas fans, get out to Fort Worth this coming, what day is it? Once again? Thursday, December 1st. Thursday, December 1st, Lola Saloon. It's on 7th Street. If you can find downtown right Fort Worth, 7th, 7th Street. Street. Yeah. And you're going to see all those bands. It's the first ever showcase for Burst School Metal Death, and not the last. And it's going to be a lot of fun. We're hoping. Come yeah. out and support us. Yeah, so I'm going to make it out there. So thanks for coming on. And I know you wouldn't have just come on here just to plug your show. You came out no. of here because no. you're Because I love buddy. metal. Yeah, you love metal. But you came out here because, you know, you're my brother. So And we are we're we love metal. And it was a lot of fun talking to you Absolutely. all day. It was a great time. All day here we talked about metal. God, God. <laughs> Lots. All right. So... Everybody, I want to thank you for tuning in to this very special episode of Rock Strikes 10. Go to cnjradio.com. Everything that we just plugged on here will be linked on this episode show notes, so go do it that way. If you can't remember anything, because I understand you're probably listening in the car or something. You or may be work. drunk. Yeah, you may be drunk. Logan's going to meet you halfway there in a minute. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I need another beer. <laughs> All right, we'll go get you one. Everybody else, thanks for tuning in. And uh, we'll see you in the next episode. Thanks for listening. Bye. Up the irons.